I can leave the room. You can, yeah, that's so funny, cool. man. <laughs> cool. <laughs> We're going to have to pan that. We're going to have to make sure that's panned. I will have to check. Cool. I have a couple of different ones. Yeah. Anything that, you're, anything that you're sampling, can you make sure it's slightly squashed or some, something so it's not... It cool. It's not obviously no. you, like... Cool. <laughs> cool. <laughs> cool. Cool. Yeah. cool. That sounds like you're uh, on a voice cool. radio. <laughs> That's absolutely class. Yeah. What Rob Kennedy. Yo. Hello. Welcome. How are you doing? Welcome to A Drummer in Dublin. You I are a drummer in Dublin. I sure am, man. Yeah, yeah. It's, 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 yeah, it's great fun. That was enough messing, I think. Yeah, I think we so. We should get down to work. Um, <laughs> so where did it all start? Oh man, for for old Bobby K, for old Bobby, Bobby Knuckles. Start, oh man, Bobby Knuckles. Is that my new one? <laughs> <laughs> um, started with my dad. My dad was a drummer back in the day. Was uh, he? Yeah, he was. My dad played in a load of kind of bands with his mates and stuff. What's your dad's name? John. My dad's John F. Kennedy. Is he the man? What? The myth. Yeah, JFK. Class. JF. Savage. Groove. <laughs> No, it's uh, not too much of that. Now. Well, I'm not gonna do too much. Right? This is like an episode of Always Sunny, where they. I know. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so my dad was a drummer, and um, there was like a, an old. I think it was a pearl. We disagree. He's it, there was a pearl export snare, and there was a he. He thinks it's a Ludwig. I don't know if it's, it was a Ludwig. I kind of, I'm kind of in the, between yeah, yeah. agreeing or not. But it was definitely coke bottle green and we think if it was a Ludwig, it was a Vistalite, and he got it for like super cheap. No way. And then uh, a cat took a an L number two in the uh, in the kick drum and my mom threw the kit out. <laughs> oh, no. So she might have thrown out a Coke bottle Vista like we I don't know. What? Yeah, I know. It's pretty heartbreaking because that'd be worth a lot of money these days. Hang on, you skipped a few steps. So, so yeah, but anyway, so that's that, the kit I grew up playing that's on. Kit you so grew I was, up playing I, there's videos on. of me when I was like two just baiting away on a set of manky old hi hats that he had and then he had some nice uh he had like a really old I think it was an Avidas ride symbol twenty inch and a sixteen inch Avidas crash and I kinda grew up playing them and then uh, he, they didn't want to piss the neighbours off too much, so uh, I moved to Roland Electronic Kits when I was maybe seven or eight and started taking lessons then. Really? Yeah. yeah. So started with and, the old Rolands. And how much were you playing like in those years between like two and? Um, I kind of wasn't like you know because I was doing a, I was playing a lot because I was I always um I was always trying to like it was really funny because obviously I couldn't tune the Rolands, but I'd always be like messing with the because you can kind of mess with the sounds on them or whatever, trying to get them as close. To, I was listening like. I love like Nickelback and like the darkness and Foo Fighters and all this stuff. Like how yeah. you remind me came out and that was my jam, man. That little six stroke roll at the start oh, stop. or whatever it is. What yeah, is it? no, it's five or six. But it was that that get that that one. But I was like learning that, trying to replicate the sounds on the kit or whatever on the little roll on the Roland. Yeah, so I don't know. I was I always I grew up with that, and then I think I was probably I was I was I was I was a lot older when I got an acoustic kit. I think I was maybe fifteen or sixteen before I actually started. I was allowed. That's the uh, hang on, go back to the start. Go back to the start. <laughs> ah, yeah, man. Amazing. Tasty little piccolo fill. I love it. Ah, oh, so good. Yeah, Such so uh, it's great. Yes, I mean, man, I was obsessed with that. His setup. He was like my favorite drummer until I realized that Nickelback are just the worst. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. but that yeah, al- that album is just great. I think. And, yeah. Uh, but he has like he has like a total dream setup. He's got the whole the little piccolo thing going on. He's got a couple of different crashes over here. A couple of stacks. You know, it's yeah. all. And he's got that Ayat or Ayat or whatever it's called. Uh, the Ayat. Yeah, beautiful. Absolutely yeah. beautiful. I actually just bought a Tay snare. Oh, really? Made by the same guy. I think it's th- it was like the company, you know, T-A-Y-E. Yeah, yeah. Made by Ray, Ray Ayotte. Oh. He like left Ayotte. And they're the new kind of no, branch off? No, this is like kind of 10 years ago. I think oh. he might be back now. I don't know this for, for a fact. Okay. But I think he left and started his own company. Maybe. And made these custom kits. And there was a guy selling the whole the whole kit. Yeah. 
on adverts and i was like could i just get that snare off you and i've completely nicked this idea from keen hanley <laughs> he, he uses his t- Man, tay snare. That's, i was just gonna say his tay is beautiful yeah the, the massive massive kick drum out of it yeah yeah and um yeah your man was saying it was a massive kick drum it's like a 22 by 20 or something yeah it was but it's not crazy. i don't even know if keen's is actually physically big but the sound out of it's just really, oh, really? Pu- i remember because i remember when it was in music maker uh shout out to music that's, yeah, is yeah. that a thing we do now? Can we I do will that? do shout outs. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely. Uh, yeah. No, but I was in Music Maker and I saw that kit before he bought it and I played it. I was like, deadly. But I just didn't like the, I think it was a 12, 13, and 16. I didn't, I don't really like 13s. 13s. They're nah, just, they're, they're just weird. in between, you yeah. know, and like they want to be a floor tom, but they're, you know, they're, they're just not. not quite there. Yeah, yeah. 10, 12, 14. Yeah, that's, that's, yeah. that's where I'm 13s. at. 13s. No, no, no. I don't know. Yeah, but, uh, but I, I looked at it and I was like, yeah, it's cool. And then I went up north and bought a Mapex Saturn instead. 10, 12, 16, <sighs> 22. Yeah. Yeah. And I really want one of those kits. I actually that's a, that was the first one I owned and then I owned another one. Did I, you? Yeah, I had I bought so I bought that one and then I got the Ludwig deal from the lads at Music Maker. Ah. And then I basically traded the Saturn against the, the Ludwig Keystone that I had. Yeah. And then uh We're skipping around. Hang on. We are, we totally are. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Sorry. Let's get up to let's, let's go let's chronologically. Have some, you know. Let's have some structure. Right. So <laughs> you went from you went from bashing on that kit. Yeah. Play, playing, playing on the electric yeah, and you so started getting lessons got Ooh. rid of the got rid of the got rid of the um, coke bottle kit because yeah. the cat took a number two in it started playing a TD7 Shout out to Th- thanks cat I hope <laughs> I hope a train hit yours what a horrible horrible creature <laughs> you know but and then oh, uh, yeah, cat mo- lovers everywhere yeah yeah I don't, I don't love cats I'm just going to say it now <laughs> Ooh, that's alright controversial cats are alright <sighs> well, not when they wreck your kids not when they wreck your kid <laughs> and your man throws it in but uh, anyway got rid of the key, that got onto a roland and then what was it the first one was a td7 um and that was all the old school rubber pads so that was really oh, limited yeah. like you, you couldn't there was no dynamics out of it and like nah, it was really yeah, like yeah. you know you tap it a bit lighter but it still made the exact same noise just a little bit quieter yeah so that was kind of interesting so i obviously i don't think i had a lot of dynamics when i was like, well when i was like eight or nine or whatever yeah and then i remember i think i was like 12 maybe maybe a bit older and santi brought me a, a td8 so that was all the mesh the, yeah. the mesh heads so I, th- I had a lot of fun on that I grew yeah. up I, I still have that at home actually and who was your teacher uh, so I got called Mark Grist I think he, Mark's still Mark's still teaching away he's a great teacher yeah. really really good and uh, yeah I think I frustrated him a bit because I was I obviously I, I knew kind of the fundamentals or whatever and I loved playing music but I hated reading dots and I just it really I was just like no why would I do that when I could just you know bang out that fill and how you remind me every day what are you on about <laughs> and uh but you know, he eventually got me to cop onto myself, and I, you know, practice techniques and stuff a bit more. But I never yeah. really, I never really sat down and broke down my technique or anything. I always just kind of listened to tunes and and tried to, you know, copy what the drummers were doing in the tunes. So that's I, kinda, I, for some reason, I don't believe that because your technique is unreal. No, that's now I'm just being funny, but like, you have s- like, <laughs> it's not it's known that like amongst the lads, I don't th- yeah that you've got some unbelievable technique. Oh, so like have you never? Really? Well, I nev- never, never, like as a, never as a kid. I never okay. sat down and did it as a kid. The first time I ever actually bo- bothered to sit down and, and do kind of rudiments and stuff was when I went to college. But before all that, it was just literally, I would just watch YouTube videos and copy the way they moved. Oh, okay. But I never actually... Put you reckon you developed it through copying like yeah, five yeah. different people? Um, 100%. That's totally how it is. Yeah, like I was obsessed with like... um, I, I was a total metaler when I was a teenager. So like, really? yeah, man. Like banging out uh-huh. all sorts of Slipknot and like... Trivia. yeah. No, actually, never liked Trivium. Oh, really? Thought they were kind of bent. Yeah. They were. Um, <laughs> they were okay for about a year. Yeah. I wish you had sampled that name. That <laughs> ah, yeah, shit. I forgot yeah, I yeah, yeah. the mic. Yeah. Bent. 
bent. <laughs> no, but uh, no, they were they were good lads or whatever at Trivium. They were fine, but it was more like Slipknot. Um, who else? Uh, I never liked Dream Theater. Actually, everyone always says Dream Theater. I, I can't stand Mike Portnoy. I couldn't. Stand I think he's just either. the most horrible human. Did, ah, you, did you ever see? Did you ever see the video of him going absolutely skits on uh, on stage and like screaming at his drum tech because his no. snare stand is like a millimeter too high or something? Oh god! And he like starts. It's it, it's on YouTube somewhere and he starts bashing the. Uh, yeah, just just Mark Mike. What is it? Mike Portnoy flips oh, out or something. God, yeah. But he like literally, you know, I think he flips a a, a, a symbol stand or throws it away or something, no and just starts screaming. And it's just like, you know, this is ridiculous. This is ridiculous. It's like, dude, it's not. I mean, you're ridiculous. You're like, ridiculous. <laughs> Yeah. But um, yeah, so I would play a lot of kind of metal stuff. I, there was a there was a band called Texas in July. I loved like all those kind of super weird underground, like almost like Catholic metal. Like they were so <laughs> weird. They were all like from small towns and stuff. The drummers and they'd be like, you know, touring America. Nobody would have heard of them unless you kind of go into that YouTube rabbit hole of like yeah. drummers who sound kind of the same. So like all those guys were were like super. Uh, yeah, I learned a lot of stuff from them. Like I, I think what's his name, Adam Gray, um, Matt Griner. Um, I loved Animals as Leaders as well. Their first album, oh, God, amazing. Yeah. But that's that's actually who programmed. Was, who was? Yeah, it yeah. was programmed stuff. And yeah. then didn't they have somebody? Just they had they someone Matt? before they got Matt Garska. Um, and I, he has a really strange kind of German name. I can't remember it. Uh, can you? Uh, I'm tr- I, what was the question? Animals as Leaders. Animals first drummer. Sorry, first I drummer. Find that video. That's all right. That's I'm sure that's. Gonna I'll link it to you. Yeah. Animals as Leaders. Jesus. First drummer. Oh, yeah. what is it? It's something like it begins with I or something. I can't remember. Oh, the dude. Yeah, the dude, the first dude, not Matt Garska. Yeah. He's a minor endorsee as well, I think. Is he? Yeah. Oh, okay. But he's tasty. He's proper ambidextrous. He's got all that crazy nonsense going yeah? on. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Do you know why he why they stopped? I don't actually. Yeah. Probably because they could get Matt Garska and he's a freak. <laughs> a freak. Yeah. He's a terrifying. Yeah. Individual. So Mark Grist, Mark Grist, teacher. Yep, went to him. And were you? Yeah, like you were saying. So he he got you to cop on. So he, well, I was kind of well. I I went to him for maybe three or four years, and I was like, when I started, I was just like, you know, I I wouldn't take it seriously. It was just like it was fun. Like it wasn't like I wouldn't take it seriously. Like I would just you know ah, but I just love playing drums. I don't want to make it like work. I just want to yeah, like yeah. play the drums and play tunes. I love playing. So eventually he was like, yeah, but if you do that and then do this as well, like listen to what I'm teaching you and then kind of put it all together it'll probably work better for you and you play the tunes better i was like all right cool yeah so then he started like showing me kind of you know whatever i was listening to he showed me the ins and outs of like different fills going on in tunes and stuff cool um so Is he kind of halpern no that's periphery he's yeah periphery. he's periphery yeah uh he said he played from 2009 2009 navin that's Kavarowicz. him yeah that's the guy okay he's, there a, you go. he's not even labeled drummer that's is he not oh they just they oust him just a dude Poor, poor man but yeah he was he was pretty sick i liked him but yeah so mark, mark kind of got me to focus and then um i just kept playing all the way through school and then kind of came around to like college time and it's like what are, what are you gonna do and that beam had just come out so yeah um i actually nearly missed the audition because i didn't check my e- i never checked my email when i was like 18 i was like what what's an email just text yeah. me <laughs> yeah but uh yeah and then i got an email saying you know your auditions on this day and i you know nearly i think i I, like the night before i was like oh crap i have to be in town and do an audition for college or whatever and i don't think i would have gone anywhere else otherwise because i didn't know anything about music production or technology or anything i got into that later yeah and then like it was just like oh i just want to play drums man i don't want to like work in an office that's stupid yeah so i got a 
got into BIM and then it kind of just snowballed from there started meeting loads of cool heads and playing loads of cool bands and Deadly. I think I, I think the first year I made a dope of myself I was a cocky little asshole in the first year everyone is though. oh I was the worst everyone though. wants to be established in the first year I think it was because I'd been playing a lot longer than most of the people that were like because yeah. I was doing it since I was like three yeah and I was kind of I was like what and you you just can't do that yet I was doing that when I was like 11 what are you on about yeah. you you practiced a lot in school didn't you yeah man I, I would come home and do like four hours a day but it wasn't practice it was just like I'm gonna bang at this tune or, just playing, it was like yeah. you know when you play like a, a crash bandicoot and you can't get past a level like that's what tunes were I was like I, I want to learn this ridiculous yeah. feeling this Slipknot song and I'm gonna sit here until I get it wow. just just that kind of yeah it was like addictive but still even that like to be playing three or four hours a day yeah in those years that's so good for you as a kid it's yeah. so no like that it stands to you now you know you get into college and maybe you're a bit cocky or whatever oh but I was like so cocky yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was the worst man yeah. <laughs> yeah I was I was the worst I was such a little ball of annoying energy like yeah. I, I think I wrecked so many heads I probably it probably there's probably still people who think I'm, I'm kind of like that who haven't seen me in years I would say but like you know then eventually someone takes you down and go excuse me goes there uh, you know Sh- shut up a little. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. sh- sh- no one cares. Shut up and play the songs. Yeah. And then you're like, oh yeah, you're dead right. Yeah. No, no one cares that I can there play a, a parallel 100 BPM. Can we, can we you. know who who that was? Uh, well, there was one. Someone. Uh, Johnny Boyle definitely put me in my place one time. I I remember I one of my favorite drummers was that guy Adam Gray, and he used to do all these stupid stick tricks and Luke Holland and all those guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, oh man, I can do that. I'll juggle while I play the, all these stupid songs, and I uh, and I would do it. And I remember I was just I was just twiddling sticks while he was in a lecture. He was like, stop, stop doing that. And I was like. <laughs> yeah, I probably should stop doing that, shouldn't I? This is really disrespectful. Yeah. <laughs> like you're wow. in the middle of talking, I'm throwing sticks up in the air around you, and he was like, "Cop onto yourself. What are you doing?" And I was like, "Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, I shouldn't be doing that at all." Like, wow. and then ever since then, I, I would like just be like quiet in the class and and copped on a bit, yeah, and stuff like that. I mean, that was that was definitely one. There was a guy in my year called Tom Woodlock. Uh, I don't know if you know Tom. Tom's a great. He's in a metal band called Zora. Yeah, I and think I've seen his name on. He's just a great lad, but I remember he was like he was like an older brother in the year because you know, you know, I'd be, I'd be I I don't think I'd be saying anything with the intention of being cocky or anything, but you know, I I might say like someone's learned a tune. I was like, yeah, that's easy. I could like whatever, that's fine. But you don't realize how disrespectful that is when you're like eighteen. You're like, yeah, it's easy for you because you've been playing ten years longer than them and you, four hours a day. You know, you yeah, did kind of and then <laughs> and then you know, uh, and then he was like, Rob shut up like you know stop saying this kind of stuff you can't say that and i'd be like why and he'd be like you know because they're, they're putting the time in i was like oh <laughs> yeah they are yeah sorry sorry they're putting, sorry they're putting everyone who was an asshole to back in the day oh, wow. but then i kind of just grew up a bit and was like you know just keep your opinions to yourself and yeah. you know don't don't be so uh you know quick to to judge someone as a uh, like because they can't do something to the same level yeah that's very true i, I remember in a similar way but kind of on the on the opposite end, I I remember coming off stage a few too many times to a sound engineer who worked with us a lot. Yeah, and I'd come off and I'd just be he'd say that was brilliant, and I'd go ah I don't know. Yeah, I'd mm. play it down. I'd be like ah no, I made a few too many mistakes, and eventually he just goes, Figure, do you understand that I have to hear that every time yeah. you come off stage? He he was like, you're disrespecting me because I'm telling you yeah. it's good. Yeah, yeah, and you're immediately disagreeing with me. I think we had this conversation before about someone saying, like, after a gig, maybe a drummer come up and say, "Man, that was class," and you go, "Ah, it was a bit sloppy." I but like, know. they're at a level where you know they don't realize it's sloppy; they think it's deadly. So you're actually yeah. doing them a disservice by kind of like not you're, taking the compliment. Yeah, yeah, and you're like, "Well, you don't understand why I don't." Yeah, do yeah, it's like, no, man. Don't just from their their perspective, that was great, and you're kind of like, 
<laughs> that was well timed. Yeah. Fair play. <laughs> no, but for for like that taught me a lot about just kind of taking a compliment. Yeah. Just that time. one moment, he just said it to me w- on one gig, and he was just like, "I have to hear that every time yeah. you come on," and and ever since, someone just says, "Hey man, that was great." I just say thanks. Yeah. That's it. And and if they if they want to talk about it in depth, in yeah. depth, we can go into it. Then there's the polar opposite though. Yeah, man, I seen that mistake you made. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah, what yeah. about all the notes I got right oh, though? <laughs> yeah. yeah, I know. I noticed noticed you dropped the stick there. A friend of mine was playing. I think he played in like an arm. He's a guitarist. His name is Flash. Flash the legend. He's got a big beard. He looks like a big garden gnome. Oh, and <laughs> he's from he's from Drogheda, but he's a, he's an absolute legend. He was saying he was doing a. He was doing an Iron Maiden tribute or something. He's like, I've seen you made a slip up and that there solo there and whatever it was, run through the hills or something. He's like, yeah, man, but what about every single other note that I got spot on? And your mom was like, oh, right, so yeah, fair enough. <laughs> <Just> like, <laughs> what was the point in even saying anything? Like, yeah. th- th- does that get you somewhere? Yeah, it doesn't. Yeah. No, no. Uh, they like just wanna, people just want to comment when they notice. Totally. It's like so they can, see, they can show you that they've noticed. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I'll comment, but I won't say it to their it's face. Like, like, yeah. Now we are completely jumping around, but who cares? Yeah. Uh, I had a, another look at the Snarky Puppy cover oh, that you did. He was sho- he was See, this is the exact thing. No, I just did yeah. what I said I wouldn't do. He was just showing did. it to me today because I'd never seen it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and you thanks, might man. hate it. You might hate it or whatever. Yeah. But whatever about that, we can get to that later. I had a look at all the comments. Oh and yeah. Some of them are just completely glowing and they're great. Ah. And other pricks are doing <laughs> the exact same thing talking about the production oh yeah. maybe you could hit the hi-hats harder yeah turn your hi-hat get your hi-hat mic closer it's like dude i, I had no idea how to record at all it doesn't matter it doesn't matter yeah. alan it kenna says grand yeah alan, Ken- <laughs> Al- uh, alan kenna's my best friend so she yeah, <laughs> so yeah. fair enough yeah that's, <laughs> that's grand. It. he's from athlone Matthias barker says that'll do Vic. yeah that'll that's that's another, they're it. two bim heads they're great boys yeah. they're yeah. just see you, ha- you have to like I think you'll notice when there's mates kind of being sarcastic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, I actually haven't read the comments, so I don't really, I don't really know. No, there's. Uh, I just had a, a quick glance, and there were some people just giving you like production tips, and I was like, "Do you, if they understood the level of dedication, <laughs> if they genuinely understood yeah. the level of dedication it would take to the instrument, yeah, to be able to play like that, and I, I you know, that might be complimentary or whatever, oh, but like you. you've just you've you've clearly put in all the work because it's like fucking. Um, what's his all name? the people with drum kits in their profile pictures <laughs> are saying it's great. That's good. That's a good that's sign. Good. That's yeah, yeah, that's that. what you that's want. That's a good sign. Yeah, actual drummers who understand <laughs> what it takes. But I re- I remember um seeing a comment from the eighty twenty drummer. Yeah. Um, what's his name? Nate Smith. Yeah. Uh, and somebody goes, oh how? Someone someone commented under it on YouTube and said, how the hell did you did you do that? And he co- he replied and kind of answered for you. And goes decades of practice. Yeah, and he's right because yeah. at that stage, what age were you when you did that? I think I was um, maybe twenty. Tell twenty. Me, when was it? Uh, this was March second, twenty fifteen. Twenty fifteen, four years ago. So I would have been just twenty one. Twenty one. So you were playing since you were two or three. Yeah. So almost two decades of practice. Yeah. You know, <laughs> not not the whole time, but he's right. Yeah. And for somebody to come along and be like, yeah, yeah, your uh, your hi hat mic could be closer. Yeah. yeah. Someone did that on a, That's on a thing on Irish Drummers there recently on the Facebook group. I Adam put up didn't. the Tycho cover. It, and and there was a there's a guy, I I, can't, I think he's some owl lad, but I don't know if he's he's a troll or not because all he does is put negative comments on people's stuff on Irish Drummers. And he <laughs> and it was <laughs> and the, No, but it was the yeah, yeah, going to Irish Drummers and So I, hang on, there, you, just for for anyone who's listening because you never know who might be listening. Yeah. There's a there's an Irish Drummers Facebook page. It's like oh. a group kind of thing. I'm not in it. Oh, you're not man. In it. 
You need to get on that. You need to get on that. Yeah, I stopped playing drums years ago. I'm here <laughs> to play with toys. Ah, okay. <laughs> um, Adam was was a was a drummer. I think we hit on that in a previous yeah. podcast. Um, but Irish drummers can be this golden, like lovely, yeah, very kind, nice community, and it can be so good. Like Mihal one day didn't have sticks for a gig. Yeah. In in uh, in the academy, and he put a post up on Irish drummers and goes, "Anyone coming to the Melty Brains gig?" <laughs> bring sticks could you bring sticks and i i got in and i could see like from the second row in the crowd just two sticks just fly up at the stage amazing towards them and it's just like that's really cool yeah it's, like, it's the nice same happened to me and i was doing a gig in galway and my hi-hat um the night before i forgot to put the shaft back into the hi-hat stand oh and yeah. i didn't have one and i didn't have i couldn't like couldn't find one that would fit exactly i wasn't sure if it would but some lad just showed up in galway and a stranger i'd never met in my life just because he saw me on our drum was like man saw you here if you're stuck you can use this i was like dude there you go. I'll give you a hug and buy you a pint. Like, fair play. That's such a nice thing to do. That's outrageously yeah. sound. Yeah. At the same time. Oh, yeah. Then On the flip side. Then there's, then there's this chap. When, there's did, you, this when chap. did you put this up? Oh, probably about a week ago. A week or ago, two, week or two ago. Right, it'll, yeah, be, I'm going to it it'll be a little bit yeah. down. Because I, have to sc- I have to scroll. It uh, shouldn't be too far. It's a close-up. You can't see Rob's yeah, head Yeah, you can't see video. my face. It's easy by Tycho. It's a cover. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, um, but yeah, it sound I thought it sounded great. By the way, yeah, I, I I'm getting a lot more into that kind of mixing stuff. Like like yeah. now now, uh, well I haven't obviously surpa- like gotten to the point I want to be as a drummer. But uh, like I'm kind of have the studio at home now, so I'm like I'll just go in and record myself and mess around with it. And, like and see just, what you can do with it. Yeah, yeah there's yeah, a guy yeah. on Instagram I'm following. I think his name is Brody Simpson or Brody Samson. Oh, and have you seen uh, the Brody sa- Simpson drums? Yeah, and the sound he gets, man, it's just so tasty. Oh it's my god, amazing. I think yeah. he's layering it up with samples and stuff. But I really want to get to that kind of yeah. level, like with I the, don't know ring hand grip wrong right hand grip wrong yeah uh, ring hand excuse <laughs> me wait sorry someone didn't say that that was, that was the first right comment on the Tyco cover when i put it on irish right drummers hand grip right wrong. hand grip wrong and i i think i got him pretty good the response um, and the response is <coughs> he must be trolling i hope so he must be <laughs> observation wrong <laughs> <laughs> did you nailed it but did, uh, did I, you actually re- yeah that was that was what yeah, i replied yeah. to him yeah there's no way yeah what's he talking about i don't know but then jay oglesby put a comment underneath you know yeah. jay yeah, yeah yeah so jay jay was like going into the detail of like how it was uh, was it grip looks good to me loose fluid movement from the wrist and index finger raked across the stick I've, i feel like i'm doing a reading you are <laughs> yeah <Go on>. <laughs> avoids <laughs> over squeezing of the fulcrum <laughs> allows for good rebound and can you get, can you get some, uh, some whale music in the background <laughs> when you do that <laughs> And we'll, we'll read the uh, we'll read <laughs> the comments on Irish drummers. That's brilliant, though. Luke. No, yeah, I didn't but, see I didn't see a, any of that. But Jay messaged me and he goes, "Yeah, man, that that he called him. I won't say the c word on your yeah. podcast, but yeah, he called yeah. him that. And he said that's c- cunt. Oh yeah, fair. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's uh, let's get the reading going. I'll go through. All right, reverb your vocal a bit. <laughs> oh, we can do that. We'll do that in post. <laughs> right hand grip wrong. <coughs> Ray McDonald, grip looks good to me, comma. Loose fluid movement from wrist and index finger draped across the stick. Avoids over squeezing. Oh, fulcrum allows for good rebound and prevents injury, sir. <laughs> Amazing. Nailed That's it. Good. Yeah, screw you, Ray McDonald, whoever you are. I think yeah. he is a troll, though. He's got he like. He must be troll. I think he is because Jay messaged me and he said, um, <laughs> he messaged me and said that 
apparently he's done it a few times on people's on people's um videos and stuff on our show but he'll just post a comment and then never come back to it so you know i felt like i got i stung him whatever but he never replied to me so i couldn't i couldn't i couldn't be a keyboard warrior yeah i mean you know what i mean that's all you need to see really yeah uh he's old as the hills uh, he, he, looks he, like, he looks like when people spot a ghost in an old family picture in the back. No, he he genuinely looks like... <laughs> the highlight um, of his week is playing Wonderwall in the local. He, he looks like the old version of Bilbo. Nah, yeah. Just for... I'll put it on the drummers in Dublin story. Just so <laughs> people... No, because they... No, they'll know when this episode comes out what that was. No, Fair. no, no, no. Take the picture and we'll put it up when uh, on when the day happens. Rob's episode goes out. <laughs> okay. So, uh, w- uh, like, okay, because we're going to be in the future, we haven't, we haven't, we haven't, we haven't gotten used to this now. Okay. But so today, today, as you're listening to this, yes, this happened we, today. We put a story up, yes, and you will see it on our Instagram. <laughs> I want to say it's going to be, well, we should say today is the eleventh, second. The oh second. no, no, don't try to predict it. We won't. No, we, we I can't no, no, no. predict it if I want. <laughs> <laughs> don't, don't tell I me actually, what to do. I you're not my real dad. I think it'll be the ninth, actually. <laughs> Uh, yeah. Today is the edit here. Uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, studio nerds. State of us. Um, so yeah. Why? How did we get onto Irish drummers? We got on to, on to Snacked that? Puppy was what we were talking about. The cover I did. Yeah. Savage so that cover. cover. Thanks, man. But what? What? How did we get into Irish drummers? I can't remember. Because you said people we commented underneath. Commented under yeah. that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And just that was it. The whole fucking yeah. up and down and. Yeah, uh, man, it's funny. Like, yeah, uh, I'm sure you've done loads of stuff where you listen back and you go, "Oh, it's just not what it should be yeah. in your own head." Yeah. So, like at the time, I was really happy with it, but I did it all in one take as well. And there was like one little slip up towards the end. I'm sure everyone noticed that one, where where like I kind of just go, "Ah, oh, shit," and just kind of do a stupid fill back into it at the very end. The da na na na. I I watched it once, so yeah, I didn't really but, notice. But, but there's that. But also, not even that. It's just um. First of all, the production I do actually despise on it. I really wish I had known better at the time. The, and then, oh, the Snarky Puppy one. Yeah, the, the oh, sound. Sorry, of the, I thought the you were talking about Tycho. No, no, I like no, the Tycho. No. The, the Snarky Puppy one, yeah. But uh, man, it was unbelievable. It was, but the, the playing, credit, the playing like. was good on it. But then there's just stuff where you're like, you know, older me goes, ah, oh, you, you tasteless little swine. You know That's what? That's good you, though. Hang on. That's like ima- ha- imagine you just held that. Yeah. Yeah. In your sort of. Oh, well, I've uh, done that now. It's kind of like, oh, if I, I would redo that again if I could. Like, yeah. If it, but if it didn't have like 60,000 views or 50,000 views, I wouldn't. I, I yeah. would totally do it yeah. again. Now, the thing is, I've I've been through this. Yeah. Where I hate everything younger me has done. Yeah. And I'm like, Same. if only I knew then. What I know now. What I know now. But at the time. Yeah. When I was 21 or whatever, I, I know I did the very best I could. Yeah. I tried my hardest. I, d- I, I, I reached my capacity. Yeah. And obviously my capacity wasn't where it is now. I think it only shows progression though. Yeah. If you Hopefully, can, yeah. if you can look back at every year and see something you would have did differently, it shows you're better now. Yeah. Yeah. If you're looking back at, <laughs> at, a, at a year ago. Cut that out, will you? <laughs> <laughs> no, but that's, that's a good, that's a good point actually. Because if you look back. Thank at, you. If you look back at a year. Thank you for your <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting one of them samplers, man. This yeah. is my favorite thing. Yeah, have a lander as well. That's, Thanks, dude. <laughs> now that is actually a good point because if you're if you're looking back and you're like, actually, that's pretty class, dude. I just realized, why aren't you yeah. using an SPDSX with a stick for your samples? With you a know? stick, that's <laughs> it. I know. Yeah, yeah. Just, we just you know, get right funk. into it. that's a good point. Now I just remember looking back and being like, I didn't know there. W- I knew 
everything I knew then yeah. and, and I used all the knowledge I had. I there was there was no more I could have could have done. Yeah. I know more now, but I didn't know know then and yeah. I tried my, my hardest and I, I know I focused as hard as I could. Yeah prepared as much as i could or whatever it is you know pretty much like yeah i know anything. it's fu- it's funny i know that technically i'm not actually there's a lot of chops and stuff that i could do then that i can like I, I haven't really i've added to them and all that but there's like i was I was at a pretty good level chops wise back then but it's more like feel and dynamics and stuff that like have have improved massively rather than the actual the crazy feels and, and, the, and yeah. the nonsense like that it's actually like listening to the little little part you know the little you know yeah. the hi-hats being the right level and the, you know but the, matching the ghost notes or being higher or lower than the ghost notes yeah, or yeah. just you know focusing on the same part of the drum every time even mm. just that kind of stuff oh man you put up a story on your instagram recently i messaged you about it the, and ju- I just about, it was you and you i think you were up in black mountain doing some recording or something oh yeah and it was just so lovely <laughs> it was, i really like i'm starting obviously this shit comes with age and stuff yeah. you start to calm down a bit um, you don't have to, all that teenage yeah angst angst and testosterone yeah. just hanging around well I have to play that 16 note fill there everyone will think I'll co- I'm, cool, I'm cool man yeah no girls don't talk to me <laughs> cool <laughs> um, but yeah it just it was so, like the, Rob put up this clip on his story and it was so cons- the playing was just so consistent and the, and this is something I complimented dill lynch on recently. Yeah. have you seen him play yeah man dill's great oh my god that guy he just yeah we're gonna get him in on the uh, podcast and he's stuff. great man but his just consistency of tone and and volume yeah there's there there you know you think <coughs> as long as you're hitting the drum in the same place and it's yeah. at the same strength yeah you know but it's all the little bits in between count all the as little well. bits in between yeah do you want some water on Oh, no, I'm grand. For sure. Can, yeah, I don't do much. I can get... No, no, I'm fine. Yeah. Honestly, God, cheers, man. Could you oh. run out and take a piss for me, actually? Where's our music? <laughs> um, Amazing. Yeah, no, nah, just, like, I can see that you're definitely getting more... Like, just Just, that, just that, listening that, a bit more, man. Oh, man. But that, I also think I changed my focus a bit because I used to want to be the you know the larnell lewis and the fucking you know yeah baiting away at it but I, now i'm kind of like but no that's great i love i love playing that kind of stuff but now i'm like but like do i want to be playing kind of the smaller clubs and the you know i really I like do i want to set myself a little bit higher and yeah. like just be like i look uh it's funny i've actually been watching a lot of um jerry morgan who plays from Nile or james bay and Nile horn oh, and all man. that but he's just you know he's a tasty tasty dude like playing wise but also just the you know he segues really well from from just doing all that craziness to to just sitting behind and i and that's something i'm focusing on a lot more now just sitting yeah. behind everything and ignoring all those stupid chops because they don't need to be there they don't i still do yeah, them yeah. i just don't know don't need to do them there and then I have them in the bag have yeah. all that nonsense totally. in there but when you're asked to play two and four just yeah play it. just do yeah. it like ignore all the all the add that you want to <laughs> yeah yeah unleash he's such a good example of that totally though. Man, but so any clip he posts of of him with james bay i'm just like fuck you're just man. like right he's bet down into the pocket like he's yeah. so in there does anything he does is just it's within the kind of confines of the song it's not like crazy unnecessary gospel chop stuff which you know has its time and place and all that but yeah. just not in that style and he just nails it every time yeah i love that it's so good um so anyway hang on where were we we had the electric kit we had mark wrist yep. did you got did you get a teacher after mark or um or no actually that's teacher? something i've been to do recently is kind of find a new little someone to go to and just bounce ideas off. I was thinking of going to Connor Guilfoyle 
yeah. getting a couple of jazzy lessons because I've been doing a little, you know, I do messing with some jazz swing at home and stuff. I'm not a jazzer at all, but it, yeah. it's, you know, it's cool to have in the bag. I'd recommend going to him. Yeah. Um, but Ca- or Sean Carpio was someone else recommended. Oh my God. Yeah. What a drummer. Yeah. Um, uh, did you have Tommy Gray in college? Ever? No. Does Tommy teach there? Tommy, t- Tommy taught in BIM for a bit. Um, but I, I was recommended him just, f- just in terms of a method a method to use old jazz exercises yeah. and styles and thi- and various different things in a modern context yeah. as opposed to going back and learning how to play exactly what Philly Joe Jones yeah. played or whatever yeah. you know hey here's some of the exercises you can maybe adapt and use in a modern context yeah. and he gave me some really good stuff Deadly. I got a handful of lessons from him I'd recommend yeah recommend going to Tom I had Guy well. Rickerby in BIM for a while he's unbelievable oh yeah yeah, I think he plays with Riverdance as well, but just phenomenal. Adam can confer- Mark, what's his name? Grist. Mark Grist. Yeah. Yeah, he plays with Riverdance. Does he? No. No, wait, sorry, Mark Grist. I thought you meant my old teacher. Mark Grist was my no, old teacher. Um, no, um, oh, what's his who name? Who are you? Adam. Mark. Adam could have been an Irish dancer. He's got a no. big, you know, like when someone. I'm an Irish dancing family. I have a perfect turnout. They said I could have been a champ. I said, you know what? I don't need to. I knew You've I could. You've done it all for me. It's fine. Yeah. Adam, Adam's drummer, like the like Mark, the. What's his name? He's a phenomenal drummer, and yeah. he's set up on stage because I saw Riverdance yeah. a couple weeks ago. Uh, I have friends and family in Riverdance. No way. Uh, Mark Alfred. Oh, okay. Mark yeah. Alfred. Yeah. Cool. See. Savage drummer. Serious. Yeah. I check him out. Um, I thought guy. Oh mate, no, actually, do you know what freaks me out about Guy Rickerby? He's apparently um, a virtuoso violinist as well, being a virtuoso drummer. He's one of them. Like, uh, just makes me sad. Yeah. We were only just talking about Corey Henry. Uh, have you ever seen him play drums? Yeah. Or even, you know, on the Irish, you know, Doc O'Connor. Have you seen him play keys and sax? No. Oh, my God, man. He's like world-renowned sax player. That's the drum setup for Riverdance. That's insane. We'll also post this on the story. Jesus Christ. Double kick drum for Riverdance. Yeah, he plays in every tune and just doesn't stop. <laughs> he just wants to be like the old dancers. Get, those, does, yeah. get those feet moving. That's 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 an ego drum kit if ever I've seen <laughs> yeah. one. Oh yeah. You're playing river dance. <laughs> he gets the the twelve year old in him gets to come out of Man, that like my twelve year old me would like, you know, go nuts or something like that. That's yeah, ridiculous. Same, that's what I thought when I first saw yeah. the show. But that's then I'm like class. now like old me would just be like, Well That's too much. Not old. I'm not carrying them so around. Man, the, my you know, that looks heavy. <laughs> yeah. I won't get that in the car. <laughs> yeah. I know. I rocked up to I was doing a radio thing earlier and uh, I rocked up. Oh, with yeah, the how'd that go? Yeah, it was great, yeah. Who were um, you playing with? So I'm playing with a guy called Sion Hill at the moment. Um, okay. He's from Mullingar, but he's got a, got some new stuff out at the moment, but it's really cool kind of indie pop folk stuff. Um, Debbie. Really good vibes. But we were doing, um, so we did one of his tunes and then we did that, uh, is it Dominic Fike? You know, Three Nights? Yeah, so we know. did that. It's kind of a pop tune. So we did the two of them. But what uh, was this for? Today FM? Today FM, yeah. Cool. Um, but Dominic Fike, Three Nights, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's a good tune. But, uh, what was it yeah I brought the little tiny PDP in the New Yorker and it's oh. just such a great little yoke man it's yeah. the handiest thing ever it's what sizes so it's a 16 inch kick um, a 10 inch tom but it's by I think it's 10 by 3 so what? it's really shallow and then it's like a 14 by 6 floor tom and I took the bottom skin off so I can shoot it really low I mean it sounds a bit naff sometimes when the skins are old but like you know if you tune it right and dampen it right it sounds great and yeah. um, they fit into two so the kick drum fits in one bag and the t- two toms and snare fit in another bag so you're in and out super quick you know it's really handy no way yeah it's great they're really really cool where'd you get that kit I got man I got that kit from Music Maker um, last Christmas Eve 
I went in and I hadn't bought any presents from my family. So, <laughs> so, so I was like, yeah, I probably should go and buy something oh, from my family. Brilliant. But I'll pop in the music maker, you know, say happy Christmas to the lads and hang out and have a drink or whatever. So I, I went in and was chatting away. And the entire t- I was chatting to Ushin or I think it was Ushin. And the entire and they, time. And they got you. No, but the entire time I was sitting there, just kind of out of the corner of my eye. I was, that's been there for a few weeks now. I'll just ask, like, how, what's you know, what's the best to do for? It's like, well, it's up for eight hundred. Uh, we'll give it to you for four hundred. I was like, <coughs> <laughs> right. I suppose I'll have to do that. So, so I was like, I can't just blow all my money on like this drum kit. So I put a deposit down on it and yeah, bought yeah. it like a couple of weeks after. But you know, I'm a selfish bastard. <laughs> <I had laughs> no, you put the deposit down. That's yeah. not selfish. That's yeah. I yeah. mean, yeah. No, but he means. But I had bought a single present for anyone <laughs> oh, yeah, else. Yeah, yeah. You went there and had a look, you're busy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. no, I was gone. I was doing You're in music, I was doing some business. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, and then um, as soon as I got it, it's just it's a little workhorse. It's like I think it's a better version of the Breakbeats, personally. The, the hardware is a lot more sturdy, and it just sounds a bit more full. Yeah, Ludwig hardware. Uh, yeah, not not great. I mean, I, lo- I have a classic maple, and I, f- I absolutely love the kit, but the rack mounts absolutely break my heart. They're just so, so poor. I have to get new ones. Is it is it like that? It's yeah, it's similar one to that, but similar. the the Ludwig ones just like the springs go on them oh. and they start getting real stiff. You can't move yeah. the the ball joint around all of them, and it wrecks my head. So I think I'm gonna just get get some Gibraltar ones or something because yeah. the, the Ludwigs are just they're, they're sh- hardware. It's, it's carnage. I don't know how they get away with it. It's I, because I, the drums sound so good. Yeah, well they haven't changed what they've done in like the past hundred years or something. <laughs> yeah, they're still making drums the same way, and the their hardware way. obviously just they haven't hired an engineer to just. Sort, sort, it sort it out like yeah, yeah. they might be too afraid of losing the sound do your I, I, know, I don't know I, I, know, I think it'll um, only be a bonus like look yeah. at Sonar I know Nigel Kenny had a lot of p- trouble because he smacks the shit out of his snare with Bitch Falcon with his superphonic but he has a 5 inch oh. his lugs kept falling out oh yeah bottom. I have Same. to lug lock mine as well There's have you I have a 402 so I've, I've lug, lug locks all over it. but yeah. once you lug lock it it's fine okay yeah Yeah. but there, I think that's mostly because the um, they don't have separate lug uh, lug housing or whatever, whatever lug yeah, boxes yeah so they uh, so when when you hit it like both it's go, it especially if, you're, if your left hand is right over a, a lug it's gonna you know detune super fast super quickly yeah, yeah, yeah. so you have to I, I think know, that's I the same it. with most rooms though I had a Gretsch that did that as well really yeah I had oh a, yeah. a, a ch- it, actually I think Tommy owns it now Tommy Salami Um, it's his cherry cherry stave snare oh, and really? I owned one it's a beautiful snare but just same deal you, you know if you focus on one point for like 20 hits it's gonna go out of tune really quick yeah that's the ball but it's uh, fine it but lug locks they're fine so yeah, it yeah. works out perfectly and and did that Gretsch um, Cherry Stave have the combined no I, I actually boxes? oh did it or did, maybe it had separate ones I can't I don't I don't remember we'll it have was, to get Tommy on and ask yeah. him it's a, exactly get him on the podcast I love Tommy he's the nicest man in the world yeah so uh, BIM BIM gets Th- a, it gets a lot of ah uh, man I stick. think BIM is what you make of it though yeah, it gets a lot of stick. But this is what I hear. Yeah, BIM so is like, BIM is a, a melting pot of young musos who want to just do, who are all, I think y- y- you separate the wheat from the chaff pretty quick. Like there's yeah. maybe, maybe less than 20 people in my year who have actually gone on to keep playing music, I would say. Out of how many? Out of, I think there was like 100, 150. That wow. I know of. Yeah. Really? Maybe that's wrong. May, I have to, I'll have to jot that down. But like. That few. There's like and you to a, to a high level that few yeah, yeah. I, I mean there's a lot of who are who are working jobs but then gigging on the weekends kind of vibe yeah but people who are actually doing a full time exclusively playing music there's very few wow yeah okay. who was part of your uh, alumni um so Joe Furlong and Theo um they were near Theodore Burn yeah they were th- who played with JVM 
they, they were they were in my ear. Lewis, the drummer from All Twins, was in my ear. Deadly. Um, who else? Kira O'Connor, who plays with Dua Lipa, was in my ear. Yeah. Now I say it all, there actually is a pretty impressive. Like the the That's ones who nice have done it, the ones yeah, who have done yeah. it, have done it really well. Yeah. Um, who else is in my ear? Alan Kenna, who played with Jafaris and Hair Squared. Oh, what um, a guitarist. He's great. Alan's a beast. Yeah. Um, who else is there? Donald Pywell, who plays with like Rock Strong and oh, Alvaretti. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, who else? I mean, I know I, I'll, right. I'll insult no, no, people just, by forgetting but them, but cool. sorry no, no, if I forgot yeah, you yeah. loads more. Yeah. yeah, no, that's cool. Like, they're, yeah, they're but, not. But there's some heavy hitters that yeah, came out yeah, of it, yeah. like, you know? That's um, unreal. But yeah, there was a lot of people who kind of went in, I think, and they were like, well, yeah, I'm going to be a musician and I'm going to get a degree and then I'll get gigs. And it's kind of like, well, yeah, you're yeah. Not, you weren't playing the entire way through. And then you kind of see some people panicking forth there and they're like, oh, I have no job prospects at all coming out of this. I have, uh, I've wasted the last three years by not yeah. mingling and not playing lo- playing loads of different a styles. A lot of what I've heard is that um, students go in and they, they network, not to say this kind of like, this is what you should do when yeah. you go in. But, you know, if they kind of, uh, if they do well and, and behave appropriately to the tutors and the lectures and stuff, that, that they'll help them out in the industry kind of thing. I mean, not that, th- not that that's a, a golden formula or whatever. Well, but did first, you, did first you find all, that? Uh, no, not really. Not at all. Did you get gigs from any of the, any no, of the, older, no. the older heads? Johnny maybe? Johnny Boyle has thrown me a few gigs, but me and Johnny yeah. get on really well. I, I, I have a lot of respect for Johnny. He's an absolute legend, I think. Um, I know there's like, there are definitely like tutors who have gotten students in their bands and stuff. But yeah. I don't think that's because they, I mean, that's just like anyone. Like, if you get on with someone, you're going to want them in, in the band. Like, yeah. it's not like, oh, well, he came to my classes every day this week, so I have to give him the gig or whatever. Yeah. You know, it's just if you actually bother talking to them, I'm sure it'd be like, it's like making friends with anyone. Yeah. So I think that's a bit of a stupid attitude. Um, yeah, yeah. I've heard that, though. Like, maybe, I never. Maybe I've heard that more from the tutors, actually. <laughs> just that, like. They're <laughs> trying to get you to just tell students to behave because they know you have a rehearsal <laughs> studio here. Come in and butter us up, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Come into BIM, butter us up, and uh, yeah, yeah you know, Fair. they just get obedient. get a gig. O- they get obedient students. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like you I think get a, I think there was like there's a lot of heads who kind of go. I think there's that they do that end of term gig thing, and yeah. a lot of people get bitter because they don't re- like you're playing one song at a decent venue. So like, when you're 17 or 18, you're like, oh man, I'm playing on this massive stage in front of all my mates. Like this is class. This is such a big deal. Yeah, and then everyone kind of loses their minds over it and they get really bitter towards some of the tutors because they think their song was great but they didn't get to play the gig yeah. and then you're yeah. kind of like yeah but big picture though like like ideally you should be out playing a different gig on a small stage getting loads of money that's yeah, kind of yeah. what yeah. you should be doing yeah yeah absolutely you know um, I mean obviously I, I went I was just guilty I went mad for all those gigs I was like man we, we did we did what about me on one of those gigs I've the, seen that video yeah so we yeah. did it live I remember seeing that and not believing. Yeah. I was like, yeah, he <laughs> I was like he cheated somehow with that cover video, but he could definitely not do it live. And then I saw the video of you doing it live and I was like, oh shit. Yeah, man. On a he three piece pearl reference that was just falling oh, apart man. from like ten other drummers smashing it around for the night. But um, no, that was that was a great one. But like all those gigs, I think people get a little bit bitter in BIM about it and they kinda miss the bigger picture. Like yeah. it's, you know, this is just a bit of a session, like a piss up. It's not really yeah. supposed to be taken very seriously. Yeah. Um yeah. I well, think. well, I mean, at the time, uh, yeah. this is in hindsight. At at the time, you take it very seriously, or whatever. Yeah. But then, bigger picture, when you look back, you're like, I'm I'm glad I kind of just towards the end was like, all right, cool, we've done all those. Like I've yeah, done, done I've done that. tons of them. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I, let's focus on getting gigs and playing with cool people and you know, yeah, that yeah. kind of thing. So I think, like even in first year for me, I was like that cocky little 
twat like I was telling you and like wreck people's heads or whatever and you know try and get on all those gigs and stuff and but I'm like I can do all these things that he can't and it's like yeah but we don't think he's an asshole so that's why he's getting the gig like yeah, it's yeah. kind of essential yeah it really is yeah it really really is can you can you just be sound yeah so like there's 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 way more gigs for sound people who might not be as technically accomplished than the the amazing people who can play a bazillion notes but also you can't stand being in the same room as them so there you go like that's that that. Is, i learned uh, that i learned that the hard way like yeah you know. that is the oldest tri- uh, oldest yeah. story in the book totally it's like can you just be sound yeah don't be smelly don't be smelly you know that's just a killer don't. no one wants to be in a smelly rehearsal room yeah you? wear deodorant that's a that goes that's a that's a that's a metaphor for your personality as well pretty much don't be a smelly person personality wise either yeah cool. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah so can you ho- can you hold it down yeah and just do what the song needs just be bearable to be around you know yeah <laughs> don't be a dick yeah be you know, bearable <laughs> be bearable like and just even be slightly tolerable yeah you don't have a, to have any personality whatsoever yeah at a minimum there you go yeah <laughs> what was that one where'd that one come from yeah, I want to mingle. I was watching that. Um, that's a that's an accurate one. Mingle. I was, I was, have you ever seen that uh, interview of uh, James Brown when he's high? Oh man, just after he's, the time he's when smoked he was, all the crack. Yeah, but it was just after the time when he was like completely against drugs, and he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. and then suddenly he goes on a bender. Yeah, and he's talking about like the gospel, the yeah. gospel label he set yeah. up or something. I, I don't love. From night to night, <laughs> I don't love. Oh man, I, I want to mingle. I well look done. good. I feel good. I smell good. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, so funny. I want to make love good. I want to make love good. And he's got yeah. the glasses on. He's got like those um, <laughs> the they're, they're like ultraviolet glasses, nearly the big orange ones yeah, on. Yeah. Oh man, chewing the eyebrows off himself. Yeah. <laughs> Amazing. Rest in peace. Rest in peace. Or it be. Cool. So after Bim, yeah. What happened? After BIM, you graduated. Uh, graduated, got my degree somehow. Um, what a what? Yeah, then I was gigging around, kind of doing a lot of cover stuff. Um, and I think it was about a, what was it? A year after I finished BIM, I got a gig with Gavin James, so that was cool. That yeah. was interesting. So that happened. Um, yeah. it didn't end the way I would have liked, unfortunately. But sure, look, that's the way things go. Yeah. And then after that, I just kept, you know, kept gigging, doing a lot of um wedding stuff, and then uh only about. A year ago now, I was kind of like, oh, I need to wind down on, stu- on this stuff. Because, you know, you kind of lo- you start making money when you're younger and you're like, oh, daddy, this is this is what it's about. But then you're like, but I'm miserable because I'm playing the same songs every night to people who don't appreciate it. Yeah. And you're like, I'd rather be a little bit broke playing, you know, yeah. deadly tunes for, for deadly people. For yeah. And, 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 and yeah, and just to yeah. be able to have a say in what's going on and stuff. And then so I, I took a I, I, I left a band that I was flat out with called Catch-22. I left them. Um, I was with them for four years. So even like, actually, I was four with them years. four years. Oh. Yeah, two, the f- second two years of college, and then two years after college. So even when I was with Gavin James, I was with them on the weekends and stuff. Wow. Um, so yeah, Are then they I was still, still going. Uh, yeah, they're still going. Yeah. I had a wed- I I filled in for the first time in about a year. Um, on Saturday night. Yeah. Saturday was gone, so it was good to no see way. them all. Like daily, but just not my bag. You know, just yeah. not not. Are they still doing the same arrangements? A lot of them. Yeah. There's a couple of yeah. new tunes, but they're not tunes I would of if that okay, makes sense. Yeah, yeah. Just, I don't like country, Irish country. Oh. Oh. There's a lot oh. of that kind of stuff going on. So yeah. Where's that? <laughs> Where's that crickets? What, what number? Crickets. Ten. This yeah. goes out of every country song any Irish person has written. <laughs> <laughs> that that you know, I won't I won't start slating artists in, <laughs> in case I get a call for a country <laughs> yeah. gig like, But uh yeah. 
no, not simpatico. <laughs> no. <laughs> it was not enjoyable. But anyway, and then I, I, I call it quits with them. And then I just started playing around with loads of other bands. Um, So I'm playing with your man, Cyan Hill, at the moment. Yeah. Playing with a band called Sarlus, who are great. Yeah. They're doing... We caught you, actually. Huh? At, um, oh, did you? It was Kaleidoscope. We did. We yeah, saw yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah, ran up on stage yeah. after me, like, look, I'm going to go scare him. Yeah, no. And you did. Listeners yeah. wouldn't have been privy to the conversation where... <laughs> I said we we saw we almost saw Rob at Indie. It was before we started recording. Yes, at Independence. And you were like, it was Indie, and I was like, and I said Kaleidoscope. Yes, to Rob, and you were like, no, it was Independence. And yeah, uh, I don't know what that accent was. <laughs> <laughs> no, brother, it was Independence. No, yeah, but it was Kaleidoscope. I was correct. No, we. we I. I yeah, you saw me at Kaleidoscope, yeah, and you missed I me at Independence. Not, but I said I missed you at Kaleidoscope because I didn't get to meet him that day. Because uh, you ran up, I went to the bathroom. Yeah, ah, that's got right. Our, got our passes. Correct. Yeah. But I... Apologise. Apologise. Apologise right now. <laughs> I have a feeling... Apologise. That because... B- before Rob got here, Apologize. don't you don't his, his fingers his, lingering his on, his the fingers on the trigger. His fingers on the trigger. He's going to smash you with a little... Oh, everyone's laughing at you. That was pre-recorded. <laughs> no, it wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> no, it wasn't. That just happened. Yeah, yeah. Oh, amazing. Now, yeah. Rob was playing with Cyan Hill before yeah. the Eve Bell shows. That's yeah. what I thought. Yes. But I brought that up because at Kaleidoscope, you were excellent. Ah, thank you. Because we much. sat yes. on the grass and watched it. I don't know if you saw us, but we sat on the grass. I and think watched. I did, yeah. We were I sitting out yeah. front. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah, um, there was about 10 people. <laughs> 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 it's hard fairness, to miss. It was like 2 o'clock in the day. Yeah, yeah. It was, uh, that yeah. was actually really weird because we, we were like. We had less people if that makes we were, sense. We were told to be on. We were on a tree and then they were like, oh, no, wait, we'll put you on a quarter past because they only actually opened the festival of trees. Yeah, yeah. So oh. we were like, like, oh, great. So 15 minutes for people to come in. And it was day one and people were still setting up tents. Totally. So it was good fun, though. It was a lovely festival. You sounded sorry. The drums. You sounded great. That was yeah. the L. Ludwig. The Ludwig. It sounded like the whole band sounded great. It yeah. just sounded really like just very consistent. Ah, the, lad, the lads are great. Their yeah. bass player Andy's only been playing, I'd say, just over a year. No way. Yeah, man, it's really funny. He's like, he's actually a uh, you know qualified school teacher, and he substitutes for money and stuff like. Yeah. But he. Uh, He's, he's one of the core members yeah so there's the, the three lads are Craig who's singing and playing guitar Brian who's singing and playing piano and Andy who plays the bass yeah. and they're all three best mates or whatever so then Craig and Brian would be best friends with Gavin James and he, they would have done like solo shows supporting him and stuff like ah. separately and then they were like one day they were just like do you know what we just like combine all our songs and just start a band or whatever yeah. and then they started out and then Andy was out with them one, one night and he was like I'd, oh man I'd, you know I'm sick of teaching I'd love to be in a band or whatever and they were like right we give you six months and if you can play these two tunes in those six months or whatever you can be <laughs> in the band and he did it and uh, yeah. you know oh, he's that's still all he has to play yeah, it's their tunes it's their tunes I mean he's it's great because he's real uh, he's very dedicated he'll learn all the stuff like and he'll yeah. practice every day so he's, he's he's getting better constantly that's but, brilliant uh, fair play I, I, I thought that's, that was really cool that's really good from a drummer's perspective yeah as well. yeah, yeah he kinda, I'm the only drummer he's ever played with so he's yeah. used to me you know that's alright yeah yeah, yeah. He's, so, uh, he's gonna be spoiled rotten now <laughs> god help him if he gets to the point where where he goes back and tries to play with someone who doesn't know, doesn't yeah, know what they're doing fair but uh, <laughs> you're, you're almost in, in in a better position with somebody who's that hungry yeah, you know. Yeah, they they care more. Yeah, yeah. it's not you just another gig. Swans in. Oh shit, I missed that note. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. But or like, know, oh, I missed that note. Whatever, it's grand. What, yeah, no. exactly. That's even yeah, worse. Yeah, he's gonna really. He's gonna he's gonna really make sure he doesn't miss it. the notes, man. Yeah, yeah. So um, yeah, I'm doing a lot a lot of work with them. Yeah. Um, 
What and else? Come yeah. here, you were talking about... So this, this is something that I'm always keen... Like, this is why I started the podcast. I'm really keen to know from drummers who live in in yeah. Dublin and work here. Like, when when we were younger, there wouldn't have been a kind of a, an obvious pathway or an obvious yeah kind of like you know uh blueprint for mm. for how to work and how to yeah. get by in dublin as a as a drummer like just as a drummer yeah i've I've probably said this before on, on an episode but you know the only t- the only options were like i would see a drummer playing in the secondary school musical or i'd see dave Grohl on tv yeah and it, there was nothing in between yeah so there's no kind of like now that you know you're a kid so you're not out on the scene yeah, or whatever exactly but this would have been back in the 90s so i don't know what the scene was like then but uh but these days i feel like we can share a lot more with kind of like yeah it's a lot more out there it's a lot more out there and you know like you're talking about playing weddings and stuff yeah and, yeah. and you know getting fed up with getting the fed up with making money yeah. sounds sounds um, it sounds it's outrageous funny. it's weird isn't it it's weird you know like how uh, do, do you find like you you must have gotten to a point where you didn't need the money the whole time uh yeah well especially as a, t- a 20 something a young 20 year old yeah well thing. i think what one thing that turned for me was getting my driver's license yeah. i should have done that years ago because i think it's like the equivalent of working in an office if you're going in and playing the same set every single night and getting great money and all that, but you're just you're gonna go on autopilot and not give a crap about what you're playing at yeah. all. But if you're if you're you know if you're constantly learning new sets and playing with different people, and you might not be as regular, but at least you're out there doing it, you know. And you're, like I'm playing with a load of different wedding bands now, but it's far more exciting because I have to know all the stuff yeah. and I'm a bit more focused on yeah. it and I care more and like I'm making good money. You got but more to lose. I've got yeah. It's like and your it reputation is a lot more on the line when when someone can say no, don't get Rob Kennedy for that gig. He's crap. He didn't learn all his stuff you know yeah there yeah. you go you want um, so like yeah. So, yeah so that was a big one when it went like I, it just got to the point where you, you know you're sitting playing tunes that you despise for people that you probably also despise to be honest <laughs> 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 that are just like you know really ignorant and don't and you just don't feel appreciated for all the work you put in at all yeah and it, whereas on on you know on original gigs you know you have to really put the graft in and you, you know you're working for absolutely no money a lot of the time but when yeah. it comes you appreciate it a lot more yeah and then time. and then but the, like I'd, i've no problem doing all those corporate gigs at all it's just i'd rather keep them interesting as opposed to sticking to the same thing every time and you know and then like you know i do like little smaller gigs as well like regulars so i do monday and tuesday nights in temple bar and stuff yeah so they're kind of you know petrol money or order for the week and then you know food or whatever yeah um, and then the others are just kind of like the bonuses you know, I can live off. The, I can live off those two if I have to. I really would prefer not to. Yeah. But if I have to, I can't. And then you kind of realize, you know, if if you start like dedicating more time to, like doing stuff in the studio or like at home, I have the studio and doing stuff there and like learning how to record bands and like you know you be multifaceted as opposed to just a just wedding drummer. Like a wedding drummer. Yeah. You know, even even re- like I started singing about two years ago, and and doing backing vocals and learning how to harmonize and all that kind of stuff. And that's like invaluable for people because yeah. they're like a drummer who can sing, class. And yep. I've got I've got a pretty high falsetto as well, which makes it. Don't I know it? You know, lost that bloody gig over it. Did you? Yeah. What yeah. Uh, No, no. <laughs> <laughs> you can have it back. <laughs> oh, sorry, everyone. You um, can have it back, man. Who was that again? I don't know. I don't know. Um, no, that's cool. And like, do you find? How do you find? Like, kind of. So you're playing. Uh, how many different bands you? 
playing it these days like have you counted it up no i never i've never counted i'd but say like upwards of 10 upwards of 10 yeah yeah yeah, yeah. um and do you how do you how do you <laughs> find <don't> <laughs> no <laughs> how do you find organizing all of that do you do you, um, do you ever just keep it in your calendar yeah <laughs> like, anytime don't leave anything like oh, i'll put it in later because you'll just forget as soon as something comes in just stick it in your calendar yeah. get time for it yeah and yeah, then yeah. that that it, because usually like if it's far in advance you can just reschedule things or whatever or figure out a way to, like uh last weekend at independence i had like what was it one two three four five seven gigs in five days or something but they were all over the country so i had to like strategically kind of map them out whatever so like the first day at independence i had one yeah then i stayed over at independence did another gig that e- that afternoon and then i flew back to kildare from cork to do a wedding went home after that drove back to independence on the sunday morning did another evening slot there at seven o'clock with Sarlus and then drove from there to Altogether Now and did a midnight slot with Cyan Hill and then drove home from Altogether Now and then the next day I kind of just chilled out and did another Temple Bar gig. Oh same again God. the day after. I did a session on the Tuesday after that and then flew in to do t- the the yes. after that. Yeah. Holy shit. So like, but it was grand like because they were all you know, just like yeah, grand I can do that. But can we do this as well? You know, can can this be a thing? Like, can I show up late or whatever? And then it's fine. Yeah. 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 So wow. Just. Holy shit. Yeah, but it's yeah. great though. I love it. Yeah. Where was the and wedding in Kildare? Enfield. Okay. It's rather, it's rather unpleasant. Rather Adam's, Adam's a Kildare boy. Oh, yeah. Enfield's great. Don't like it. Yeah, no, I don't like don't it. Like it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it was... Uh, yeah. Don't touch my sample. <laughs> this is mine. That's his oh, safe yeah, space, I got it man. wrong as well. You got the show, I get the toys. <laughs> that was the agreement. <laughs> Your name's on the show as well. Yeah, but you're the profile picture. Yeah, you Instagram account. Oh, I can change that. Well, it has to be a drummer in Dublin. <sighs> he's belittling you because you're not a drummer anymore. Ah, no. <laughs> <laughs> he he's trying to find the right sample. <laughs> no, I'm not going to do it. <laughs> no, I'm not going to do it. Is, that is felt fi- like I was, uh, I had like my, my hand on a gun holster. That was, that was, <laughs> that was the supremacist this kind of move, man. Yeah, that was really like, fingers well, you're not a drummer, bro, so you don't get a say. Yeah. <laughs> cool. No, Adam, Adam, Adam is much more than, than, a drummer's don't don't oh. we, we have a guest here don't <laughs> no come on don't, <laughs> don't. multi instrumentalist oh don't be a prick <laughs> adam garrett right, can you stop you've got your first show coming up haven't you no actually way. will that show Do you need a drummer <laughs> <laughs> you've been up on your play i do yeah i'll take it no i'll say yes to everything that, that's not announced but this that's another that's another question i was going to ask you so uh, well with, with being organized and stuff like say i know a lot of the time you know being as uh, as you know self-employed musician or whatever do, do you do you dedicate like kind of a day a week or a morning a, a week or whatever to like taking care of admin crap or yeah like all of that kind just of stuff or do you just do it as, as it rolls it can't, it's like a bit of both like yeah. if, if if it starts piling up i'll just go right i have nothing on this yeah. morning i'm getting up early I'm gonna d- you know because do all my invoices i'm gonna do whatever. my invoices yeah, yeah. i'm gonna send whatever emails i need to send but then sometimes it all just piles up because you're doing a million things at once and you kind of have to do it on the fly. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, it's yeah. kind of a combination of both. I don't really have a system at yeah. all. Yeah. Now, I just know some people like have dedicated days yeah. for it and stuff. I, I probably should, but my, my days are constantly changing. I don't have any routine really. So Yeah, because yeah, those people aren't working enough. That's it, you know. Yeah. You shouldn't have time to do that kind of stuff, man. There you <laughs> go. There you go. <laughs> um, And when, when it comes to original gigs and stuff, yeah. do, do you does do you have to get paid? Um. No, uh, I would rather bring, get paid. Bring, bring, oh, uh, all the no. phones start calling. <laughs> no, well, I always I put it this way: Look, if if uh, like for instance, I had a gig with a band 
about a year ago. I won't say any names or anything like that, but I did the gig. I think I know it, what this is. Yeah, you know what it is. It was yeah. abroad. I did the gig and they, they told us, you know, we sold all our merch. We sold out the show. Um, I, You know, myself and the lads were, were put on a really a red-eye flight. We couldn't check into our hotel till, or, well, I say hotel, a hostel, like prison-style hostel um, in a not so humble brag yeah in not in not <laughs> such a lovely part of the world but uh you know we we, we got there at eight o'clock in the morning we have to sit around for three hours because we weren't allowed to check in till 11 so that that was kind of annoying that's fun that's you know that's whatever that's not that's there. part of it that's yeah. part of it that happens but then you know we do the gig we put in weeks of rehearsals for it we do a really really good show and they tell us you know they've sold out everything you know all the merch is gone you know we put we, we went above and beyond the call of duty or did all the work and then, um, and then we get an in, uh, uh, an email a couple of weeks later saying, ha, "Guys, you know, thanks so much. Um, you know, invoices for fifty euro." And I was like, "That's, that's like." Wait, Dad, do you know what that is? <laughs> that's no, I, that's that's it's, it's it's not that. It's not funny, man. It's that's not, not funny. funny. <laughs> no, that's so no, ridiculous. No, no. It's, it's horrible. It's not really messing. But uh, it's that yeah, it was insane. it was really. I was really. I that's was kind laughable, of. Please. I felt I felt really insulted by that because you know you you do things that like you help. I, I would always like you know if you don't have money fine but if you do sell out you know pay accordingly it's kind of the rule of thumb or whatever yeah so i was kind of like all right well this is a bit massively stingy so i wrote an email saying look guys i've no problem helping these out when you know i understand money's tight and all that but they're spending money on you know splitter vans going down to gigs and stuff and then again invoices for 50, for 50 euro when you're just after spending oh. 350 euro on a van when you totally didn't need to like you yeah. you know two of the members in the band drive there was no gear being brought down it's just kind of to save face or something. It's like what oh. they think has to happen, and the, and I was I was kind of like you know that really annoyed me. So anyone who I play with who has no there's loads of bands like that I play with, and if there's money there, it all goes out equally to the band. If there's no money yeah. there, it's like right look, fair. at least cover my petrol or something. Yeah. You know, yeah, yeah, that's that's like that. that's so fair. You know, twenty quid or something. As long as you're not losing. Yeah, money as long as I'm not out of pocket doing yeah, it, yeah. unless I'm part of the project like full time. Yeah. But uh, but yeah, that that kind of stuff I don't really mind. Because I've got the, you know, I've got the regulars and I've got, you know, all the other stuff. And I'll, I, I've no problem missing a pay gig for a, for a non-pay gig because it's all, you know, working towards a goal, I suppose. But yeah. um Yeah. But th- I mean, yeah, just it's nice to be nice. <laughs> it's nice to be yeah. nice. Yeah. Uh, that's interesting. Yeah. That, yeah. Um, I, 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 now, if I know you have money, I'm going to charge you. Yeah. Because I'm not, I'm, I'm not charity. <laughs> yeah. You know. Yeah, yeah absolutely. No, if I, I notice a label behind you, you're getting yeah, yeah, you're yeah. getting invoiced. Yeah, I got a I got a tour, and I was told it was going to be a profit share. Ah, and uh, it wasn't. <laughs> no, it was. It was. It was. All it right. was. But it was. Um, the band will remain nameless. But uh, yeah, they like last minute their transport to the you know that yeah. kind of splitter van thing yeah. fell through. They didn't have anything. So I called up someone I knew, got them a splitter splitter van for two hundred and fifty quid cheaper than they thought they were gonna have to spend. Okay. You know. Um we get down that was like a there was a small leg in the UK and then a small leg around Ireland. We get down to Cork and my girlfriend Ethna's from Cork. Yeah. You know, got them a place to stay because I, I got connections there, yeah. so they yeah. got free accommodation. The crowd in the venue was eleven people. There was a two piece supporting the band and nine others all of whom were ethnic friends and family dear god yeah <coughs> and but uh, after we sound checked in that venue in cork yeah we walked out to get some dinner 
and one of the guys genuinely he was like throwing his jacket on popped his collar up and goes i'd love to sell out one of these shows so well, obviously <laughs> like like these guys were not lifting a finger yeah. towards this tour they had it hooked up yeah, yeah. From, from something else and i was calling people advertising it everywhere. as in they hadn't even bothered to put it out that they were doing the gig right basically Barely putting it on social oh, media yeah, weren't pushing their manager to be there with them weren't lifting a finger like two days Figure has two mobile phones <laughs> i've got two <laughs> mobile phones wheeling and, and dealing and i'm i'm i get told profit share so i'm like grand if we're all sharing the responsibility even though i, I was the session guy yeah we're sharing the responsibility i'm going to put some work in yeah got them the van you know was promoting it the whole time trying to get people along people come along and they're like man i'd love to sell out one of these shows i was like you haven't i haven't seen a single post you haven't mentioned any mates yeah, that are coming. You haven't done any radio, probably. I haven't done any radio. You're not pushing for anything. Just, he was busy ironing his shirt. Uh, yeah, that those are the people who probably won't go very far because they expect everything to be done for them. Yeah. And uh, that really, really bugged me. Yeah. And I was like, you can't tell me it's a profit share. And then when I start doing what I think is the right amount. Of now, in fairness, they didn't ask me to do that, yeah. that effort. But I don't want to play. That would have been... Next time you do a profit share, make sure... There you can tell that they want that it. That they want it to happen. They just don't want to just I go off and do I a I couldn't believe it. Like, imagine if I hadn't brought anyone for the fun of it to that gig in Cork. Yeah, it would have been the dead the support act. You probably could have had those. Uh, Genuinely, you it would have had the conversation with them on stage. Yeah, <laughs> it would have been just the support act, and the support act would have left. That's outrageous. It would have been an an empty venue. Oh, which is insane. It's yeah. That's and the kind of they got. They got. <laughs> <laughs> ah, hey, nailed it. it nailed it um okay i'm gone <laughs> <laughs> but yeah i and and afterwards i had to have a chat with them and just be like look what's the fucking like, story what doing like you, you barely put any effort in and yeah. they were like in fairness you're kind of right to feel like that but we don't really want to put the effort in so can we just pay you as a session guy? yeah and i was like yeah grand you should have done that from the start <laughs> i was almost played one of their songs but <laughs> don't you dare You're the, you don't know who this is I do no you don't you've told me the story ah, stop <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah so that classic. was, that was yeah, that's a lesson learned though but you it know? Is, yeah you have to be really careful not to be taken advantage of because that that band I spoke of really did take advantage of myself yeah. and the two other players in the band it was, it's just like you know and and I think they've built up that name now where a lot of people you know they, they were they were shopping for other drummers while I was playing for them. Yeah, and I'd be like, people were were saying, you know, oh well, I got a call from them as well. What's the story? I was like, do you know what, man? I don't, I don't care anymore. If I'm not, if I'm not, you know, they clearly don't, they 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 don't consider us people. They consider us, you know, our instruments or whatever. Yeah. So it's kind of, it's not, it's not very pleasant being in that environment. Yeah. And then you meet them, and it's just like, oh, oh my God, we'd love to do more gigs with you. I was like, well, no. <laughs> yeah. No way. I no know. chance. We we were doing kaleidoscope actually. Yeah. We were on before them yeah and uh the said person hadn't recognized hadn't hadn't seen me in a couple of years yeah. and i i he used to have long hair he used to have long hair and you know i had different clothes on a kaleidoscope had a cap on and had had actually these headphones on it just looked a, a bit more fucking legit yeah yeah than the crust the crust, crust the, cr the crust bag <laughs> that was around two or three years ago amazing and he um, looked like he ran through a shop really fast that said session drummer. <laughs> <laughs> I'll have one of everything. The session, he the looked session like he was shop. given that hat 
from like the session drummer overlord. <laughs> but they have awarded him this hat because it looks that much of a session drummer hat. Savage. <laughs> there you go. Cap, you know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Nice. Um, but uh, yeah, se- um, said band members. Yeah. Well, one came along and was like, "Oh my God, look at you! Hi, haven't seen you in ages. Yeah. What's the crack?" You know, and uh, there was no offer of a gig or there's nothing like that, but it was very like, what? Oh, hello. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, you know, what can I get out of you? What can I get out of yeah. you? Yeah. That's totally the vibe, though. That yeah. is, you know, and, and you do I, anything I and they're had, like, they, they start asking questions. Yeah, but they're yeah. like, well, I see you're doing this with them. Oh, maybe you could put in a word for like, yeah, you put had, in your own fucking word. Like, yeah, you had you had told me that story previous uh, and I had that in the back of my head the whole time. Yeah. I was just thinking no it's just yeah. it's just negative energies man i don't yeah. need to be around that you know no not at all um so you've got a studio at home i do it's yeah. great i haven't got a name for it i've had it for like two years i still haven't got a name for it no idea what to call it no idea what to call it that's no. that's what you should call it no idea studios no idea, no idea studios <laughs> <laughs> that, that, that doesn't seem like a very productive name no i don't <laughs> think, i don't think you get very far doing that uh, yeah so my uh, my dad basically did all the, all the graft on that one i i'm absolutely Shout out to dad. Yeah, shout out to dad. Who are are JFK. (laughs) The the, the man, the myth, the legend, who is the handiest of handymen and, you know, just the most supportive man in the world, basically. But he's mad about music, so he was like, right, we're building a studio. You know, I'm going to learn how to use it. He still hasn't done that yet, but I'm going to force him into it. Like, he's kind of, you know, he's like me. I'm I'm a bit, like, thick-headed when I'll, you know, him and Hall about doing stuff, and then eventually I'll get my head down to doing it, but he's the same as me like that, you know. But anyway, he... uh, I came we basically the the studio's in an old garage and uh we came I came home one day and he was just pulling the walls out of the garage and I was like, What's the story? He's like, We're building this fucking studio, right? And that's the end of it. I was like <laughs> Right, so I'll see you later. <laughs> I just left him. <laughs> I left him too. He was just taking out the angle grinder, grinding out walls yeah. and, and just going oh. going absolutely ninety. That's a dad. Yeah, What's he was, a le- what a legend. He, yeah, man. He's like uh we, we always like him. Do you ever watch Trailer Park Boys? You know, Ricky. Yeah. You yeah. know, when he gets tickets up, he just starts booting it around and they'll go, man, it's like fuck this and fuck that and go, Matt, my dad has such a short fuse when it comes to stuff not working. So that's you brilliant. Know, between like minor heart attacks and stuff, yeah, we got yeah, it done yeah. in like t- I'd say a year and a half it took us to build. That's like just because that, we were doing like it on the that, weekends. Uh, that Bill Burr bit. Yeah. Where he's like, he's pretending to be his dad screwing yeah. something into the wall. Yeah. Really pissed off that it's not working. Yeah, yeah. And he just goes, I should have left years ago. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty much it, man. Like, but uh, Yeah, but they carry around their drum kits when we're younger. They totally yes. do. My dad has gone above and beyond the Call yeah. of Duty uh, for years. Yeah. Into my 20s, like, <laughs> like it, well, yeah, the, same. the state of me, like, until yeah, I got yeah. a driving license, he was like, it's about fucking time you copped on. <laughs> Thanks, dad. Yeah. And then he gave me a van. I was like, All right, fair enough. No worries. Yeah, good, man. My dad is just the biggest legend ever, man. He uh, So hell. when I when I got my license, he was like, I'm going to get a new, uh, he, dro- he drove a Berlingo. That's what I'm driving at the moment, like a real proper, like, throw gear in the back and drive away yeah. as fast as you can, kind of. Van. Savage. <laughs> but uh, but he's, he got one of those. They're, they're taxis now all over the place you know the little teepees the, but he was like he, his hip was in bits because it's a manual and he wanted to get an automatic so he was like right it's an excuse for me to get a new car you passed your test so here's a Berlingo I'm going to get a new car see you later savage so unreal happy, happy out so as soon as I got the license it was a different different story you know ah that's amazing and also just better quality gigs came in and I could take more on and stuff you know yeah yeah massively so that's great yeah that's really good Um, 
so you haven't got a name for the studio so no. you can't plug it or anything you've got no instagram well, it's, uh, follow me on, on instagram name, rob yeah. rob kennedy drummer you'll see me it's rob yeah. rob's the, 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 the lads like me and they, they call it rob studios and they put a little trademark symbol at the end of it <laughs> <laughs> so it's yeah rob studios trademark but it's not really because that's a rob stupid those name. Studios. Yeah. rob those studios and you've tracked drums up there i have i seen something that's gone on spotify yeah there's like a load of stuff that's gone on spotify there's a tune i recorded for a guy called oscar blue that's uh, nearly on a million streams out of the studio which is cool Dude, yeah, I think it's on nine hundred and seventy something thousand. Maybe, maybe it's hit a million. I don't know. What, what was it's uh, Oscar Blue. The tune is called Silhouettes. Uh, really nice song. So I did indie with him as well. Um, I've done a couple of tunes for him that have got nice, nice kind of streams. Um, but yeah, put it, I've actually recorded loads of stuff that's come out of it. Um, and it's nice because you can do nine eighty one. Nine eighty one. Nearly on the mill. So we can play your drums. But that was using the masters actually, the pearl. Really big dirty masters. Brushes? <laughs> brushes all the way. Yeah. Wire, wi- wire brushes? Uh, yeah. yeah. But um, what was I going to say? Yeah, so... That's great. And what's his crack? You're playing um, with him? I play with him, yeah. Um, So he's kind of a younger guy. He's yeah. probably... I think he's 21 or 22. Is he signed? Not yet, but I think he will be. Amazing. Um, but he's... I think he signed with MCD recently, and he's kind of... I think he might be... I don't know, actually. He might have something to do with Ruby Works. I could, could be wrong. Okay. But... He's really, really good, really good pops kind of folk stuff that he writes. Deadly. So I'm doing a good bit with. Well, I'm, I did my first thing in a while with him recently, but uh, yeah, I mean, you know, it's one of those where it could get busy. I hope it yeah. does. He, he's a good lad. It's it's like one of those, you know, where the band is great, great crack, and you know, yeah, you yeah. enjoy it a lot. So. Who's in the band? Myself, Alan Kenna, um, Noel Perry, the bassist from State Lights. Yep. And my mate Sam Dugan, who's a keys player. Deadly. Yeah. And Oscar. Uh, and yeah, well, his name's Declan, but Oscar Blues. <laughs> <laughs> so, Deco. <laughs> Deco. Deco. That's brilliant. Yeah. So, um, that's, a, that's a nice one, actually. I really, I really like that gig. They're real vibey tunes. That's great. Yeah. Yeah. So, if people want to contact you, where will they find you? Uh, at Rob Kennedy Drummer on Instagram. On Instagram? Yeah, that's me. Facebook? Uh, Rob Kennedy or Rob, Rob Kennedy Drums. Yeah. And uh, YouTube and all that fun stuff. Just type in Rob Kennedy Drums. And all. if they want drum tracks? Yeah, just... Get, get me in any of them and, and we'll, we'll you know if you're broke yeah. we'll figure something out <laughs> savage that's yeah. unreal yeah alright I think I'll leave it there man this is deadly oh, re- quick fire questions oh, quick, quick fire, fire questions shit. I'm the Jesus worst Jesus fucking Christ Whoa. oh I forgot quick fire questions amateurish <sighs> right. amateur error can, why, I can why never be fired from this show why don't <laughs> <laughs> why don't you do the do no. the honours no not interested oh crap I was gonna have something sampled but I didn't <laughs> Cool story. That's why you're yeah. not here. <laughs> I got that. Yeah. Sorry. Um, right. Favorite place to eat in Dublin? Oh, shit. Um, beef and lobster. Where's that? It's on Dame Street. Okay. It's pretty simple. It's beef and lobster. Favorite <laughs> drumming album? Uh, the Mars Volta, The Bedlam and Goliath, or Snacky Puppy, We Like It Here. Oh. Nice. Fika? Um, Pet peeves on stage. <sighs> be it... Be it Something the gear decides to do, um, or oh, something. If it's a hard, if it's a hard kit and there's no felts for your cymbals, that kills me That's every time. One. Yeah, uh, or if it's something somebody does. Um, sound engineers being dicks. Yeah. Nice. Um, least favorite gig. <laughs> and remember, it's uh, it could be it could be how you felt personally, not just like. An oh yeah, show. either either gig gig you felt the worst after. Okay. Actually, both. Okay. Gig, gig you felt the worst after, and gig you played the worst on. Okay. Oh, that's that's a horrible question. Yeah. Okay. 
Um, That's why we're here. Giga, we're Giga, here. Giga felt the worst after was probably one of the ones I did with that cover band that towards the end because yeah. it just soul destroying. Yeah, it felt just like depressed after them. You know, you come home and just go, "What am I bothering for?" Yeah. Oh wow. Gig I played the worst on. I had a really roasty gig recently with a band called Soul Power, and I used to know their set really well, but they changed it up, and I didn't have enough time. I really should have, you know, focused more time on learning their new set. But it's all crazy brass arrangements and you know insane hits and stings yeah. everywhere so i i got through it but it was like I, I felt like i didn't do it justice at all and i was like oh you made a tit yourself in front of these people who are super super cool players so i should have i should have got my you know nose to the grindstone a bit more on that one probably that was yeah that was a bummer favorite gig <whistles> favorite gig oh this is tough yeah Again, doesn't have Again. to be your uh, biggest gig you've ever played. Yeah, yeah. Um, gig you felt the best coming off stage. Oh, um, I played Glastonbury with my old band, Little One, and we we yeah. did a really small stage, but it was kind of cool that it was at Glastonbury. So that was that yeah. was a lot of fun. That's unreal. That was that was great crack. And the gig you you played the best on, let's say, man, like chops and all that. Chops and all that, um, or not? Uh, well, no. The gig you held it down the best. There's um. What is there that I do? Oh, the, um, I used to do a little thing in Berlin Bar with a friend of m- with Stephen McCann and and yeah. um, I think Tommy Moore was on it and Kev Corcoran who plays with Villagers. So I remember one time we did a couple of kind of nights in Berlin, but it was real like we do like funk disco tunes, but then kind of fusiony bits in between, just yeah. total space jams. That was a lot of fun. You Class. could just kind of get away with murder, and everyone was loving it. That was I've, great. Crack. I've often seen in Berlin, and I'm like. That's the gig I just want to do. It's great, man. It's Even great. Even if I could do it once, it's just such a it place. It <laughs> is. Yeah, everyone, everyone's just out of their minds yeah. having a great time. You could be yeah. playing absolute nonsense and they'll just be like, yes, yeah, yeah. this is amazing. And you're just like, yes, finally, someone who appreciates it. Yeah. That's savage. Let's yeah. do an episode of the podcast in there as a show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just the man. sound is just... <laughs> <laughs> amazing. Just nonsense sound the whole time. <laughs> yeah. Distortion um, everywhere distortion from the drums. Everywhere, yeah. yeah. Um, anything else? Uh, oh, favorite rudiments, groove, sticking, oh, anything. I think I know the answer track. to this. There's one. There's one I can think of that you like. I love a six stroke or a five stroke. Oh no, I was gonna go for a groove, like a pattern. Oh, is it the Oakland stroke? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I love the Oakland stroke. Yeah. Favorite pattern is probably the Purdy Shuffle Rosanna one. I oh. love. I love that man. I'll, yeah. I'll put that in wherever I get away with it. <laughs> um, I absolutely love that groove. Yeah. Um, and the, you said six or five five or six stroke rolls yeah I, yeah. Don't, I think i i use them a lot i'm just coming around to the fives just D- they're just a bit cheeky you know yeah or actually that or a flam paradiddle i use a lot i use flam paradiddles all the time class they're my little stupid licks yeah, yeah i like them deadly yeah all right awesome Will we leave it there yeah we'll leave it there. thanks lads this is deadly what, what what have you got to close us out adam i actually ah, you've actually been, oh, you've no, been, hang on hang on okay okay okay, okay. 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 we need to, we need some more filler uh favorite symbol oh um i love my i have a crash it's a 20 inch hhx extreme and music maker had them specially built and i absolutely love that crash it's absolutely amazing or my light ride arzan light ride arzan light ride um favorite (laughs) snare drum I can, I can. Do you want to go? <laughs> <laughs> Superphonic, don't Superphonic every day. Superphonic. Just reference. Fucker. All right. Thank you, Rob. Thank you, Rob. Unreal. This is savage.